We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to talk about the departure of Zeke Carell. And this is another one where you're like, you're not happy that Zeke left because Zeke's a great kid. He's a leader. He started 23 straight games. This is a kid that started in his career, I think almost 30 games. He's a veteran and he did some really good things. I, I, I feel like Zeke would have been a lot better next year because the guards around him would have been better. I think the play of the guards hurt the play of Zeke. I've said this before. I talked about this with Jarrett Patterson in 2021. Jared Patterson probably had his worst year in 2021. And I always felt a big part of the problem was the play of the guards around him hurt him. Zeke struggling mm-hmm. at guard early in the season, right? It was having Kane Madden at the other side. Jared struggled. Once they inserted Andrew Kristoffick in at left guard and Joe Alden at left tackle, all of a sudden Zeke's play, I mean, you know, Jared Patterson's play at center got better down the mm-hmm. stretch. It's not a coincidence, you know, because he could just sell in and doing his job. And, and so that obviously factored into – uh, the conversation as well uh, with, with that position. So I think that did hurt Zeke, and I think Zeke would have been better next year. And so what you're losing, Sean, is an experienced player. with with with. Uh, so he had two starts in 2020. He had four starts in, in, in 2021 at guard, and then t- he started 23 straight games before the injuries this season. So you're talking about a guy with 29 career starts, tough kid, great leader, High character young man. You watch him in the interviews where they do that. I forget what it's called, but that that one guy interviews Freeman and yeah players. What do they call that? That they do it for, through Notre Dame. Wake up the echoes. Wake yeah. up the echoes. You just watch Zeke Carell in an interview. Like man, that's a again. It's like we talked about Nana. It's like what well, we talked about Chris Tyree. That's a Notre Dame guy. Yeah, that's a Notre Dame kid. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode of the Irish Breakdown Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. We're in the midst of the holiday season, which can bring joy to our lives, but can also bring seasonal blues. This time of the year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety, but it doesn't have to stay that way. Adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot in a time of stress or a time of change. It gives you something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. It's important to learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. There are ways to make sure you have the tools to be the best version of yourself. And that's not something that's only for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Irish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com, H-E-L-P dot com slash Irish. Having said that, this is one of those positions, Sean, where it was kind of like the writing was on the wall that a transition was going to happen. And sometimes that happens when you get hurt and somebody steps into your to your spot and you're like, this is the direction we need to go. I, I'm not saying that Zeke was told that. I'm not saying that Zeke was told to leave. I, I don't know any of that. But what I do believe, this is my opinion, that the way that Ashton Craig played, the body type that Ashton Craig brings to the table, the fact that he's going to only get bigger and stronger a year ago where Zeke just kind of is what he is physically. Now, Zeke can play better if the guys around him play better. That's always the true for center. But Ashton's mm-hmm. going to continue to just get better and better and better. Yeah, That's the future at center. And I think the time for the future was now. That's what I think. If Zeke, if Zeke doesn't get hurt with the concussion, I don't know that we're having this conversation right now. I don't know that there would be the trust because it's it's hard to just go to a center that's never really played a meaningful snap and mm-hmm. tell a fifth-year senior, rising six-year senior to, hey, we love you, but it's time to move on for a guy that's never played. Offensive line is a different animal than running back or receiver. I mean, it just is. But once he got those opportunities in the last really three games, because you, you talked about this, I believe, in one of the shows you and I did together after Clemson, mm-hmm. like, yo, this this dude, Ashton Craig, like went in there and battled. He didn't necessarily play great, but he battled his butt off in that circumstance. I thought he played very well against Wake. He he was a little up and down execution-wise against Stanford, but you could just see the ability when he was on, it was dominant. Mm-hmm. Zeke was never dominant. Zeke did his job most times at a, at a really good level, efficient level. But from a dominant standpoint, Billy and Ashton just brought a – Boy, those they had a couple double teams where it's like, boy, you know, where you're like, they just destroyed that guy. Now, I know Stanford's yeah. not very good, but it was impressive to see. And it's just kind of like, you know, the Wally Pip situation. Like that injury, which I hate for Zeke, opened up an opportunity for Ashton to show, 
I'm the guy. Yeah. And it was time to kind of turn turn the page and turn into that, Sean. Hey, Aston Craig changed his life. Right. He changed his life. He got the opportunity. He took the most. It did the most with that opportunity. And that's what you have to do. And I, look, I this is the situation where I actually feel empathy for Zeke. You know, because, it, you know, you're not supposed to lose your spot to injury. That's what they tell you, right? And we've seen instances where, you know, that's not the case. But, you know, could Zeke had come back, pressed the issue, used his experience, and kind of found a way to be one of the top five guys? Probably. You know, or, you know, does Zeke say to himself, look, I know I want to play center. That's the best way I'm going to get to the next level in the NFL. Let me go find, once again, a good spot where I can go in, be guaranteed, work in my craft, and go have a really good season and make sure that I'm I'm the guy. Sean, normally when kids transfer, I wish them the best, but I rarely like pay attention to what they do because I just don't have time for it, Mm -hmm. right? Like I didn't pay attention to what Drew Pine did. Every now and then I will. I paid attention to what Lawrence Keyes did because I loved that kid and loved Mm -hmm. his mom. She was an awesome lady. Zeke Carroll is one of those kids that I'm going to be keeping an eye on next year. Chris Tyree will because Nana will because they are such great young kids. Mm-hmm. They really are. And, you know, it's just something where you, you'll you pay attention to that. But I also understand the sense. And, again, this is our opinion, but it's not a, it's not a, a wild out-in-the-air guess. You understand why they were ready to make this move. Because there's a really talented young, and and you and I have been hearing for a year, even during Coach Heastan's first year, that they loved Ashton Craig from like the minute he showed up, mm-hmm. you know, and um, you just you knew this was eventually going to happen, and once he got that opportunity, it was like okay, and and so what does Ashton Craig bring to the table? You know, he obviously is not as experienced as Zeke, but what you're getting is a longer more athletic player at the position. And Zeke's had a lot of injuries that have sapped him of some of his athleticism too. Because if you go back and look at Zeke Corral in high school, he was a much more athletic player than mm-hmm. he became because he had, a, he had a lot of injuries early in his career. He was yeah. much healthier the last two years. I mean, the only injury he had was a concussion. But, you know, Ashton Craig just brings a, a length. I mean, you just watch him play. You're like, that kid just looks so much bigger than Zeke. And he's only going to get bigger moving forward because he's still only really – Second a year, <laughs> a year and a half into the weight room, exactly. Yeah. Up. And so uh, you just look at it and say, "Boy, that that kid's got a chance to really take his." I mean, he's a he's longer and a more athletic. Ver- like uh, like you, okay? Who's who's compared to recently? He's more athletic than Nick Martin. He's similar in in a lot of ways to Jarrett Patterson, but he's a lot longer than Jarrett Patterson was, and even more athletic and a little bit more natural pop at a young age. Like the kid's got a lot of talent, Sean. He's got a chance to be a really, really good football player, and mm-hmm. the chance to get three starts before you know you go into his full season as a starter—that's huge. That's huge. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, I'm so, excited, man. I I don't know about anybody else, but I think this is a time where we should be excited as a fan base, right? Because this mm-hmm. is this is the transition. Like this is. Well, we should start to see the program elevate. We've gone through the tough times of the first season. 
your head coach is growing, making decisions to prune, you know, pruning is part of making sure you get a good harvest. So we're going through the pruning process, whether it's the staff or players leaving via the transfer portal. And now, you know, we'll see some things start to elevate on the field, you know, because we'll start to get some, some more continuity when it comes to the staff and the way things are being done within the program. And that impacts the young men, whether you want to believe it or not. Like, the staff impact the young men. And so these young men going into the spring, you know, they get a new uh, strength and conditioning coach or if they decide to stick with the guys they have currently, yo, so be it. But there will be a greater sense of continuity and there won't be certain things hanging or hovering over the program that were kind of hovering there last spring and into the fall and into the, the regular season. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Ultimately, we still have to see, you know, how things play out to see if, you know, some other staff changes happen and some other players hop in the portal. But right. And there will, there has to be, as we said at the beginning, Sean, there has to be. Yeah. They cannot afford to bring all the guys back that have eligibility. And, and, and again, if not for COVID, <laughs> We're not even having a conversation about Zeke Carell potentially coming back or Nana potentially coming back or Chris Tyree coming back because they Chris Tyree was a four-year player. He's he's going to play five seasons of college football because he played in 2020 and just it's just the COVID year. So, I mean, a lot of this too is it's created the combination of the portal and COVID has created a dynamic in which people become a little bit more panicked about these things like the reality is if not for COVID Z curl has no opportunity to come back. It, this is a no brainer. He's going to have to leave because he doesn't have any eligibility left. Same with Andrew Christophic, same with Nana Osafa Mensa, same with JD Bertrand, Maris Leifau, Jack Kaiser. Uh, a lot of these guys that we're talking about, Sean, that there is no option to come back. If not for the COVID stuff. Now mm -hmm. I'm not saying I have a problem with that. I'm just, that's just the reality of it. And so it's creating sort of this panicky type of thing of like, what's going on, what's going on. What's going on is, is sometimes going for six years at a at a position for a six year guy at a position doesn't necessarily it's not necessarily the best thing for you in your future. You know what Zeke is, you love what Zeke is, but you also kind of look and say, "But I think there's an opportunity to even be more dynamic here." But if we're going to do that, we've got to do it now. And and because of the the fact that Ashton got that chance to play. Mm -hmm. And and so yes, would Zeke Curl have been a very a good player for Notre Dame maybe to come back? I do believe so. Do I think Notre Dame is in a good position moving to move forward with Ashton Craig? Yes, because you know the floor for Zeke. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. With Ashton, you're not quite sure what the floor is. You're not because he's still a younger player. But you definitely know what the ceiling is, and you're betting on the ceiling. And we've always said this. Push comes to shove, nine times out of ten, you got to bet on the ceiling. Mm -hmm. If it's if it's dramatically different, and in this case, I think it's dramatically different, which is what my frustration was of why Pat uh, Billy Shrout didn't play sooner. Yeah. I mean, you guys see it; you see his good snaps are better, are way better than anything you've seen at guard all year. Yeah. Same with Ashton Craig. You know, now Zeke was more steady, but Ashton's good snaps are just more dominant than anything we've seen from center the last couple. Of it just yeah. they just are. It's that's not a knock on Zeke. That's just that that's different. And and so that's why I felt all year that that we should have seen more of Billy Shrouth. Even if you wanted to start the other two kids, we should have seen more from Billy Shrouth. 
And hopefully this is a bit of a wake up call for coach for coach Rudolph to say, hey, you know what, maybe maybe in the future, if we're in a similar situation, like maybe Charles Jagasaw is not ready to start next year. But you say, yeah, figure out a way to get that kid on the field. Yeah. And this year can be an example for that. Maybe these kids are maybe these kids are more ready than you think they are once you give them the chance. And we saw that with Ashton and Billy. And so the future of the center position is is a good shape. Now, as far as also what's there, uh, Joe Wadding is uh, is there. And um, he's a guy that they view as being part of the future as well. You know, kind of coming up, he's going to need a little bit more time. But, you know, this is going to be an opportunity for Joe Wadding to get a lot more snaps and bowl prep as well. And he's a guy that the staff is also very high on to the point where, you know, maybe down the road there's a scenario in which you do with Ashton what you did with Jarrett Patterson. Yeah. You know, or maybe somewhere down the road, 25, 26, you're like, boy, Joe's a kid that we got to get on the field, but he's not really a guard. He's a little, you know, he's, he's maybe he's more of a pure center where Ashton is a kid that to me could start at center or guard. I mean, he could play both. So, you know, so this is going to be a great opportunity for him in this bowl prep and going into the spring as well, because Zeke is gone. Now, Ashton, now Joe Odding's another kid that gets a chance to get a lot of reps uh, and, and, and step into that number two role at center to where if something happens to Ashton, now Joe's going to be a little bit more ready to step in because he's going to get so many more reps now in this in the in the bowl prep, in spring ball, and in fall camp because Zeke's not there taking those reps anymore. So yeah. it's not just the starter that this impacts. It's also Joe Odding's development now gets sped up a little bit as well, which yeah. is a good thing for him as him also. So they're going to be very young at some spots in the middle next year, some lack of experience. But the talent level, in my opinion, at left guard over to right tackle has a chance to be better next year. And I'm I'm still assuming Blake comes back. If Blake leaves, you know, we can have a conversation. But just, you know, Blake going into senior year, you know, I, I just feel like this this team has a chance to really take a jump from a talent standpoint. So you you, you got balance, you got what's the trade-off? Experience versus boy, those guys are really good. And it looks like right now Notre Dame for partly because of necessity had to go with the talent and it paid off. Cause like they could have easily just said, Hey, let's play Andrew Christophe at guard or yeah. center with those guys down. Mm-hmm. And it would have made sense. Cause Andrew's a veteran player. He started yeah. 10 plus games in his career. You would have understood that, but they'd made the move to go with the younger guys. And I think it was a smart move. This is the right move. Give those guys a shot. See what you got. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The regular season is over. But that doesn't mean shopping for tickets has come to an end. Notre Dame still has a big bowl game coming up. It's also holiday season, which means plenty of amazing concerts and shows. And you'll need tickets, especially if you're a last-minute shopper like me. And if you are in need of tickets, game time is the place to go. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. 
The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. That's gametime.co. I think that was something that was kind of like going back to the Louisville game. I I don't think either of us appreciate the way it was done, but I think as the season went on, the mindset was, yo, we're going to have to start getting some time in for these young guys in the offensive line. You have to start giving them a series here, giving them a series there. And maybe, you know, it wasn't executed the way it should have been executed, but the mindset has been there. So, you know, even though the injury kind of put it to the forefront and gave the opportunity, I think that mind, that's, that's encouraging that your coaches are watching practices every week saying, yo, these young guys, man, we might, we might have to find a series or two to get these young right. guys in or put them in a rotation because right. So are you are it. you saying, Sean, that that, that when guys like Jaden Greathouse and Rico and Ashton and Billy that were kind of forced into these roles because of other issues mm-hmm. performed, you're like, you know what? Like you're saying that you're are you saying like that could potentially open up opportunities for like next year for them being Absolutely. willing Absolutely. to Give a guy that shot as opposed to waiting for something to happen. Is that that's been a question that a lot of Notre Dame fans and an angst that Notre Dame fans have had? Like, why is it that young players in certain positions can't get on the field? And I think we're seeing a switch to whereas the coaching staff are having those conversations. We're not sure if that happened previously, but we can see evidence that the conversations are taking place, right? You reported what happened prior to the Louisville game. That means that conversations had up until the game was about to start, conversations were taking place between the coaches about the young players needing to get on the field. And that's a switch. That's a paradigm switch from what we particularly as Notre Dame fans have felt. We don't know for sure whether or not those conversations, we go back to the Georgia game. Will you tell me all the time, Sean, who were the starting wide receivers against Georgia in 2019 or 2018? It's like, Brian, I know. Like, we had young Chase Claypool and this young, we had these young guys in the wide receiver room, and we chose to start guys that couldn't do anything because they were veterans. You know, and now we're seeing a paradigm shift where this coaching staff, is being honest about what they see in practice. And they're saying, look, we have to get these guys on the field. Like Drake Bowen started to get on the field more towards the end of the season. But Al Golden was talking about Drake Bowen week three, week four. 
saying, yes, I trust him. Like, yeah, he's proven himself to be trusted. And when you hear that from the coaches and you feel like the conversations are happening, next year you feel like there can be even more involvement from conversation to actually having plans in place to make sure the guys that show that they're worthy and can be trusted, that we can get them on the field and get them implemented into what we're trying to do at a faster pace. So that's something else to be excited about. Absolutely. Looking forward to the 24 season saying, man, we might see more young guys on the field or in rotations, you know. And you talked about it, whether it's Brennan Vernon. We didn't even bring up Devin Houston and guys like that. Uber yeah. car. Does he make a move? Or do you keep him at yeah. I mean, can I say this to you, Sean? Like, you know, one thing that and, and, and Ryan and I have talked about this a little bit. I'm curious your thoughts on this. One thing that really excited me, and I know it's like very, very limited snaps. Like, I got that. I think I saw against Wake, like Devin Houston play like three or four snaps. That's it. Mm-hmm. But you just watch him come off the line and you're like, that dude looks different. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing. In, in a longer, taller version of yes. Sheldon Day, right? Just that yes. quickness off the ball. Mm-hmm. And you look at his body, you're like, you know, he doesn't look like a guy that's going to be a doc, you know, but then you just watch him like that guy's different. Mm-hmm. And that's something that really excited me about the young, the, the freshman class, especially. It's like, you know, Bubakar didn't play much, but when he played, you're like, you notice him. He stands out. Mm-hmm. Evan stood out. Drake Bowen stands out. Jaden Osbury yeah. stood out. Christian Gray stood out. You're like, is that, was that Benjamin Morrison on that play? Like, like, oh shoot, that wasn't Benjamin Morrison. That was Christian Gray. Like, hold oh, on. I was, I like, love the penalty he got. Seth. Yes. Love it. Yes. Love yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jeremiah Love. Like, Audric is a phenomenal player. Phenomenal mm-hmm. player. Love what Audric did. But then you watch Jeremiah get that inside zone run during, like, against Stanford's, you know, first defense. Yeah. And you're just like, good gosh, he got through the whole run. Like, I mean, yeah. and, and just, you just watch Jadarian and you watch Jeremiah and you're like, love Audric, but those guys play at a different speed. Mm hmm. And there's so much, and we didn't even see the fastest guy in the class in nope. Micah Bell. I watch a Don Schuler play, and I'm like, that guy looks athletic. Like when you watch a, a Don Schuler play, you're like, that's the closest thing they have athletically to Xavier Watts at the safety position. And you're like, that guy just, and there was so, even Preston Zinner. You're yeah. like, that guy just moves with the with the a, a fluidness that you just don't see. We haven't seen a lot of from some yeah. of the older players. And that's the thing that excites you. Is like some of these guys won't be ready in 2024. I don't know if yeah. Devin Houston is going to be ready to be a regular guy in 2024, but I'm hoping he is yeah. because you just watch him play and you're like, that dude's different. That dude has a chance to be different. You know, like that guy could be a Riley Mills type of impact player down the road at the very least. And that's what excites me is like, you know, Bubakar can be a more explosive version of Javante Jean-Baptiste. Absolutely. Right, who just had nine and a half tackles for loss and like five and a half sacks in his one year at Notre Dame, right? I mean, and that's what kind of gets you fired up about these. And it's true at center with Ashton Craig as a saw. It's a freshman and sophomore classes, really. It's yeah. true with Billy Shrout at guard. It's true at wide receiver with the freshman and sophomores. It's true at running back. And so you, you look and you say, this is why, like I'm hearing from my sources that Notre Dame's going to target like maybe three to five portal positions, right? In, in this, in this, this year and we'll break them down a little bit more in a later show we were going to talk about it today but stucky stuff just kind of blew up a little bit and we had to we had to get to that but there's a reason for that because a lot of these positions are like look yeah we maybe if 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 a portal guy steps up that's just a dude like 
receiver. If there's a dude out there, okay, yeah. fine. I, I get it. A proven dude. Go, I, I get it. Go, go after him. Uh, D tackle. If there's a dude, oh, well, D tackle is a bad example. Cause I, I, I think right now my, my prediction is both starters come back at Notre yeah. Dame. If there's a big end, that's a dude that can be a difference maker, go get him. But I think in a lot of instances, this staff is saying outside of where we have numbers, problems, quarterback, safety, you know, potentially receiver because they know that there's a lot of kids unhappy at the position and they have to be prepared for the if some a bunch of them leave, you know, receiver maybe. But other than that, you don't really hear them talk a lot about portal, portal, portal with my sources. You just don't because mm-hmm. they're just like, yeah, I mean, we could go to the portal, but do we really want to stunt Bubakar and, you know, um, Josh Burnham and Junior and Brennan and Tyson? Do we really want to stunt their growth for another year? You know, we could go to the portal for a linebacker. We could bring back the sixth-year guys if we wanted to. But do we really want to stunt Drake Bowen's growth anymore? Do we really want to stunt, you know, and that's the decision that this Notre Dame coaching camp has to make because on the one hand, you could, could be pretty young. Yeah. On the other hand, you're going to be really freaking athletic and talented. And in this situation of center, I think the decision was made that we're going to go young because the upside is just too great to ignore. And I think we're going to see that decision made, Sean, in a lot of places on this roster this offseason, depending, you know, with the exception, I mean, with the assumption that they're not going to lose a massive players that you're like a lot of the portal guys, I think are going to be veterans, mm-hmm. fourth and fifth year guys, veterans. And so to me, I think that's where we're at. 